Coffee Sketch Podcast is our take on the intersection of old tech and new tech, the space between the traditional practice of the hand-drawn sketch that has been performed by architects and designers for centuries, and the modern-day use of the hashtag as a representation of a sentiment or a movement. Each week, we plan to deliver a new pod about our ideas, sketches, and what's going on in our daily lives as we pursue our love of architecture, design, and sharing this knowledge with the next generation. I'm Kurt, and I'm in Flint. And I'm Jamie, and I'm in Austin. I don't know. Was there any other curveballs I've thrown at you? <laughs> uh, not today. No. Not that I'm not that I'm currently aware of. There is no cryptocurrency involved in this, is there? Please. No. Okay, good. No, I'm on the fence with that sort of stuff. <laughs> so there, I mean, I'm in on technology, but I'm not all, all the way in, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. We're not minting NFTs today while we're live streaming on the podcast. So, uh, oh, geez. Yeah, there you go. Quit jibber jabbering. Oh, you jumped. You did jump right into it. Well, thanks, Jamie. Yeah. See, this is the delegation part. <laughs> it's fantastic. And you jumped right into this sketch. Yeah. Mastermind. Mastermind. I will never live that down. I will never no. live it down. No. I'm I'm getting a little hungry, so got to got to hurry this one along. <laughs> so thanks. So Jamie and uh, Jamie and I, as we mentioned in the the last segment, last episode is that we are pushing right into the new year with all kinds of new technology. And and I I got to I got to say it now to now that it's all being recorded. So it's 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 caught, recorded forever is I, I, we started using mural and today is like Jamie's first day in mural. And what does he do is he's, he sketched something and I can't tell you how happy I am <laughs> that I brought Jamie into a piece of technology. As we know, there are varying degrees of success in that <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> and the instinct kicks in and Jamie draws a beautiful sketch with his fingertip, I believe, or maybe a little bit of both mouse and fingertip. But anyway, so so this is a great way, to, I think. I mean, this couldn't couldn't have turned out any better to start off this season. We 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 do our our, our historical resolutions episode and then we move into some some sketches brand new fresh i mean this couldn't be any fresher than than the sketch you're seeing that happened well at this point maybe about a half hour ago yeah it's one of the i mean my screen is still just emanating the 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 newness of the sketch anyway so wow you you really built that one up i mean yeah. it, it is it is a crappy <laughs> it is a crappy sketch but i don't think so Although um, I think this does this little squiggly line is that an accident line? That was an accident line. Yes. Or is it is it the cloud? Uh, you can no, move I, it I mean, over here. I can I can see if I can do the clouds. Let's see if I can do the clouds. So, <laughs> but so you drew a a little shed building with a nice little meandering path. The perspective is what I'm impressed with the most. You have this little pathway approaching approaching the 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 building that you designed and see now it's even getting richer with the the backdrop so uh, but i i i'm not i'm not trying to encourage Jamie to f to forget 
old trusty sketchbook and pilot pen um, unless we may threaten pilot pen to, to sponsor us if and we'll just use mural if they don't send us some pilot pens yeah gotta gotta resupply but while you're drawing that i wanted to shout out my 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 friend also family it's my wife's cousin sam sam is a a devote devotee and 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 devoted listener of the coffee sketch podcast and he's currently a student at michigan state university and uh, he he's told me and we we just saw him over the holiday and he said he he's missed us and he loves listening to the podcast as he's walking to class and maybe in class but i don't condone that but, right so and we we i think i've gave Sam, a shout out here. Now, he also is a big time soccer fan, football fan, which I think we've talked about that, Jamie. Yes, we have. I believe yeah, no. he's a, a fan of your nemesis. Team, yes. But I that's okay. A, I think he's a city fan. And just uh, about a week ago, it was the Manchester Derby. And so Manchester United versus Man City and Manchester's red because. So, um, yeah. What? So I think, I think he's a city fan, isn't he? I, I think. Okay. I, 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 I'll admit, I, I don't know all the names. Isn't there like a team in Liverpool? Yeah, there's, there's, well there's more than one in Liverpool. Yes. <laughs> I think I learned the most while watching Ted Lasso. So that that's so that that's not real, right? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Really? <laughs> Yeah. So, well, now I got to start over. I got to I got to reassess my whole life now. You deflated uh, the Ted Lasso. Have yeah. you not watched Ted Lasso? I have not. Are you going to you going to boycott? It's no, actually no, a very no, good no, show. No, I, it's it I've heard it's very good. And so, <laughs> no, it's it was one of those things it's like I just was like I I didn't have Apple TV and yeah. and then or Apple Plus or whatever the hell and it just wasn't on my radar and then it came out and everybody started raving about it. And it's one of those ones where when a series like people found it, it started to get hyped. And then you realize like, oh, I might be interested in that. And you look and it's like, they are so many episodes in. Do I really want to binge? And yeah, so I didn't. But it's it's there. It's still waiting there for me. So Oh, yeah. It's um, not going anywhere. Actually, the third season, then final season, is coming out in spring. That- See, now you just ruined it for me again, because it's like you've now you've added a whole. No- I didn't realize that they were already up to three. So well, it's not out yet, but OK, so I've got two I mean, seasons to catch I'll up. tell you this much. I know we we actually it's been I've been dying to talk to you about it and and have <laughs> this complete tangent from our sketch. But it's so good. And Danielle is a avid and voracious reader. She loves books, right? Yes. So she spends a lot of time, a lot more time than I do reading reading and reading for pleasure and then we get together after at the end of the day and we'll watch a couple episodes of things and stuff like that so ted lasso the show is so good that we watched both seasons twice and danielle danielle never watches anything twice yeah yeah she would probably even watch it a third time 
in I mean, it's that good. That's a different level of endorsement for you. I have to say from, from you both. So I, I will, I will take that to heart and I will, I will try and report back that I have watched a couple episodes. So anyway, yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, that was a, a fun kind of, I have se- watched, seg- I have, <laughs> I have watched welcome to Wrexham though. Oh, um, I, I want to watch. I haven't yet. We haven't I, watched that. I did. I did complete that and have tried to encourage others to watch it. So it now is, that one is, isn't that formatted more? Is that a documentary? Kind of. Yeah. It's based. So Ryan Reynolds and, and Mac from sunny in Philadelphia, Rob McElhinney. Yep. Right. So they co-own a, a soccer team, a football club, right? Yes. Yeah. So it is, yeah. it's not like dramatized. It's, I mean, it, it is dramatized. Oh, but there's a, a little, little bit I mean, of... Well, I mean, it's the two of them. I mean, I think dramatize anything. Like, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, they ham it up, of course. But but no, it is, it is a, I mean, it is a documentary in style format. Real, real short episodes. So there's themes, of course, with it. So it's, it's fun. I mean, and they're a, it's a historic club in Wales. And then, and then their pitch, their, their field, their stadium is one of the oldest active stadiums in the world. And so, but it's in like complete disrepair and all these other things. So there's some elements of infrastructure and the team dynamic and the coach and the fans and the supporters and the bar next door and the American owners and all this kind of stuff. But they're trying to get, trying to get the team on track and also get them out of the lowest, one of the lowest divisions of soccer or football in England because they, the English system has a promotion relegation. So you can move up from well, one. I know about relegation because yeah. Ted Lasso because taught me. Ted Lasso taught how, you. Yes. How relegation works. Yeah. So this, <laughs> so this docudrama is all about that. Wow. That's, that's really cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's an, I mean, it, it's good. I mean, it's, I, I think for, kind of the casual fan it, it's got a, a bunch of different ways to kind of get into it but i, I i've enjoyed it so so, so does all different. do all football clubs have a bar next door is that like um, a, a just a thing like a, re- a requisite i i think i think they all want a bar next door yeah but I, I don't again ted lasso's team has that local pub yeah yeah i think that was the funny thing about where like in, here in Austin with Austin FC, we've talked about them is that they, they was, the, that was sort of the big question. Okay. Where are you going to build this brand new stadium? And then what's it going to be near? And the semi-pro team or kind of division two or three that used to be you know, in Austin years before they played in a historic art deco stadium, actually a landmark, historic landmark in, in the city of Austin stadium. And Conveniently, right next door was a was a bar. So you would oftentimes find the coach or whatever kind of in the mm. bar afterwards. And but yeah, and I mean literally around the corner. That's a completely different part of downtown from where the current stadium is. But in fast forward to today, so Austin FC has a bunch of breweries. So there's a there's a big craft brewing scene here in Austin. Mm. And so the march to the match is from the from one of the breweries over to mm-hmm. the stadium by the supporter group. So, of course. Yeah, that's cool. We They do that here in, in Flint, too. Yes. they have. It's not very far from a couple of favorite 
spots in. Yes, there you go. The Flint, Flint City Flint Bucks. Bucks. City Bucks. They're they're already good. Like still, they remain good. So anyway, so yeah, I think so. I've been to the bar. There's two bars that people kind of converge from, and they got their drums and their. It's pretty. It's fun. It's fun to see that locally here in Michigan. It's not really a. I don't. I don't think it's a well-known soccer state. But actually, to segue, let's do a, a, a ham-fisted segue that Kurt likes to do. Is a Chris asked if either of us have tried sketching on an iPad. Chris says he has not, but if it has been hearing good things since the last generation of Apple Pencil came out. And so I know. I know. I. I haven't done it since a long time. I think I had an iPad two or three ways back and a more simple, like there was no Apple pencil back then. So I had like a stylus that had, it really didn't have much technology in it. I actually was inspired by our friend, Laura Teagarden to give it a try. She was her, all her ARE sketches like she does with an iPad. And yeah, so for I, the book I, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I tried it, and then we eventually, as the iPad got older, we kind of sold it, and I, so I don't have one anymore. But I am kind of intrigued by some of the new. I don't know if Jamie's followed any of the the tools or the hardware that Apple's been creating, but I'm kind of interested in giving it a go. I have a lot of students, and I can say this to Chris is, I do have a lot of students that have I the nice iPads with the Apple Pencil. And they do seem pretty adept with it. Actually, does seem to encourage them to sketch. I mean, as as much as it pains me to not see them use trace and pencils and pens to sketch on, they are using their iPads to to do things with the pencil. So I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you tried any? I I haven't used the to answer the question. I haven't used the Apple pen or stylus on the on the iPad. I I did notice that they had a new generation come out and and I did notice because I'm actually trying to figure out if I'm going to get trying to maybe a separate tablet and where it's it's less about I might not do like an Apple iPad tablet for that. I think kind of it's sort of redundant to to my laptop in a sense, but I like the idea of a tablet and so I've been looking at different tablet formats and and then styluses or stylus is <laughs> Anyhow, That's, yeah, grammar, vocabulary. Yes. Stylus. Um, stylus. I have you, I mean, I had, I've worked with a Microsoft Surface tablet before and tried a bunch of different stylus for with that. And I think the thing that that I it, it's I have not and if someone has a great recommendation for it, that's that would be helpful. And I don't know, it's it's more of a personal thing, but it's the combination, like the stylus never feels the right weight to me compared to like a pen or a pencil. And mm-hmm. so, and a lot of them, at least earlier generations that I fiddled with, they didn't like when I would not hold the pen or the stylus correctly. Mm-hmm. And so Kurt, who has seen me sketch in person, knows that I don't always hold the pen right. And so, cause I'm always trying to force it to do some other things. <laughs> and so what, when I do that, it, I wouldn't necessarily get the effects that I wanted. and I get a little bit frustrated with it. I know a lot of that has changed because I've been, been toying with a couple of different models. It might be something that I end up treating myself to here in the spring. Cause I, I do, I do like the idea of having something that 
is I don't think I would ever give up a, a physical sketchbook, but I like the idea of having something that, and you're sort of skipping the step of taking the photo, skipping the step of scanning something, kind of integrating the technology with, with the process. But I like, I want to have the convenience of it and I want, I don't want to lose sort of that tactile kind of quality. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side, I like the idea of, wouldn't it be great to have a stylus, which that has multiple brushes and where you're sort of taking Photoshop and bringing it into a stylus on the tablet and not having to do that sort of post-production work purposely later, you can almost kind of flip the process and start to bring it in at the very beginning. And I like that. I like that a lot. So that's because part of the things that I will do kind of in these kind of hybrid sketches is sort of flip back and forth. And oftentimes I'll, if I'm doing like the sketch on the left that's in here was, was done on, on trace, photocopied, printed out several times because I wanted to do a bunch of color studies. And so what I would, what I basically did was sort of block in the image quickly and trace. And then I knew that I wanted to do several color studies of it. So I didn't want to draw it 50 times. I didn't do 50 color studies, but and when I say block it in, I'm not drawing the whole image. I'm I'm drawing pieces and parts of the image. I'm sort of blocking it in. If anyone uses modeling tools, you sort of set up your camera shot, you block in and block in your objects, and then you come back in and kind of layer on information to it. Same technique, but doing it from a sketch point of view using a copier. So, mm -hmm. and really because it was it's, it's process driven for me. And but at that point. There is sort of a switch from sketch to multiple copies to color study, and then realizing at that point that that color study is narrowing itself down to here's two or three versions of reality that I like. And so at that point, then I will come back with the pen and start to add in a lot more detail to it. And then it becomes this sort of back and forth between mediums that I think that a digital tablet kind of situation would really align with in terms of process. Yeah, that's that that that, that makes sense. It, it actually that's probably one of our best segues to the sketches that we've ever done. Yes. Only, well, actually I should say Jamie's always good at segue. Kurt is not <laughs> good at segue. But the but don't put me on a segue because those things like terrify <laughs> like like seeing those people and just that terrifies me. Just it, it, and not because like I'm I don't want to ride on one, but so I work in downtown Austin, and there's a couple different like tourist locations kind of in downtown, and there's one where people do Segway tours, and like so I'm going to get coffee, and you always see like the people who have just literally gotten on the Segway, and they're like the their instructor is like, okay, so we're gonna tour around, but I want to make sure everyone can start and stop and lean forward, and it's like, oh my god, someone's gonna die, and yeah, anyhow, that's my <laughs> my worry yeah, for never, other people. Yeah, I've never ridden one, but yeah, so this is so that's the the process of this guy. It's kind of. I don't know if we've ever discussed that actual process before, or maybe not in so much detail, but that's, that's a pretty interesting and, and, and a great kind of, how do I put it? Demonstration, I, I suppose, of, of how these sketches were pr 
prepared. And I, and I was at the same time, I was kind of thinking about like the concept of the tools and technology of can it be done on an iPad? And I've seen a lot of pretty, pretty good artwork because there's apps like Procreate, which is unfortunate name in my opinion, <laughs> but it's apparently one of the better and more feature rich apps for like an iPad in order to draw and then layer and then switch brushes. And, and I think you can even create your own custom brushes, which maybe Jamie will develop the coffee sketch brush pack. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, them and then Morfolio and there's a couple others that, that you can do sort of custom brushes. And I, I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I mean, I, I follow a lot of digital artists on Instagram and on Twitter and what's, what's nice and sort of seeing how some of them either generate their work or what they're usually typically posting is not their professional work, but their sort of side projects. And so in their side projects, they'll sort of discuss process a little bit. I mean, you know, or you see them post things progressing over time and with a careful eye, you kind of figure out how they're doing it and kind of the different techniques that they might be employing. I mean, like the sketch on the right, that is, that's all one shot. That that's not images. That's kind of working through a discussion with a particular client and like admittedly existing building. Actually, both of these would be existing buildings, but the one on the left is actually existing building that got that that needed a whole lot of work. The one on the right, fortunately, a lot of those design features were already there, but it was it kind of explaining the concept of how to properly put a sign on this building, how to put where it should go how a canopy should work in kind of a, a contemporized context. This one was a, an old market building in one of our historic downtowns here in Texas. And it actually had an operable fabric awning for the market. It was like a meat market and then and then a, a, a larger market later on. And so it had an operable, operable fabric awning, all of that equipment and, and mechanics were all gone, but the transoms were there. They had been boarded up and... But all the decorative features at the top of the building, all those who existed, some of them had to be repaired and we had to kind of talk them through that. But it wasn't really kind of appropriate to come back in with a, a fabric awning per se in their case, but to create a new awning, low slung, low slope metal awning canopy space to protect some of those transom windows, but do it in, in a form and a shape and a style and a scale that is appropriate for the district. And then the same time they had one small opening on that side of the building and not the building's not big enough to be, it's, they were converting into a restaurant. So they had all the back of house storage, bar, kitchen, small dining space, and they needed more patio dining to really make that restaurant work on from a pro, pro forma standpoint, from a business standpoint. And so we worked with the city to figure out how to do patios because this particular downtown didn't have any outdoor dining space. And then how do you how do you work through a historic wall to create the appropriate size door, um, art opportunity, mural mm -hmm. opportunity on the side of the building? And and so th this was intended to illustrate this both for property owner 
building officials, development office, where it touched on a variety of different things and, and really worked. I mean, this is this this restaurant is open now, was able to go to the the grand opening. They had soft open before and then they had a big grand opening in December. So I was able to go to the, the grand opening for it. So that was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's uh, thanks for the detail. I, I was kind of scanning around the two different sketches as you were talking. And like with the middle awning, I like the idea of new with the old and and mixing mixing those sensible and compatible materials, but with a new a new component, right? And so we've talked a lot about historic conditions, historic districts and and how to adapt buildings and and especially like on the right where you're it has to be pretty consci- conscious of when you're cutting a hole in the existing wall for a new door where to make that cut but then it, as it it basically gives this building plus patio this new life that it didn't have before which creates the 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 viability and the feasibility as you were saying like so it's really interesting to hear all the various you know parties at the table that you're trying to appease right the ownership and and developer and and city and and having making sure that all kind of agree and so it's it's yeah it's great thanks for well, and well, congratulations and <laughs> well thank you well i mean and it's, and it's something that it, it's not to make light of it but it's literally it's this is this is our superpower is is coming up taking all those different facets of a project and coming up with an image or multiple images or diagrams or something visual to really speak to a variety of audiences, help them feel more comfortable about what you're discussing and or what you're proposing. And, and at the same time, eliciting more questions. If, if they do have more concerns, now they can see it and now they can, they can talk to it in a, very, in, a, in a more comfortable way. So it's not about having the right answer. And sometimes the sketch just leads to the better, leads to the better answer. And so that's, that's in this particular case, what was interesting was their, their contractor and fabricator was having a hell of a time figuring out that awning. And so even with the sketch, they, what was, what was nice was the city and the historic preservation officer kept coming back to the sketch and saying, something's not right about what you're you're proposing for the building look at this sketch and even though it was sort of two different things they knew it wasn't right and then and then fortunately they were able to kind of bring me back into the discussion i was like oh well your your slope is wrong your fabricator is is working with this slope and it really should be this slope and then suddenly that shop drawing that i'm looking at i'm able to 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 mark up the shop drawing and kind of help them understand why they instinctively know that it's not like the sketch that they all liked to begin with. And it's, it's not about, like I said, not about having the answer, but it's about kind of creating the, the opportunity for the conversation to happen. And I, I've always seen sketches doing that, doing that work for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And actually it's in the role of being a teacher of architecture to students right now. I mean, that's, that's kind of the key. You, some, some, there is a tendency to kind of one and done is, is, is a way to put it with the students. Like they'll create one 
iteration from the, the, the assignment, right? And say, here's my design versus understanding the iterative process as you were describing how even the sketch is a piece of a continuum from idea to grand opening. And there's a lot of other steps in the way, along the way that then take the sketch, adapt the sketch. You talked about shop drawings and and it takes multiple versions of this, not to mention the 50 color copies that you made to like test. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I hope my, if any of my students are listening or when I tell them to listen, <laughs> they can kind of think about that part of it too. And, and that it's not wasted effort. I think sometimes the pushback is that they think it's a wasted effort when, when the interim sketch is not then the final product and, and it just stays. So it not necessarily gets tossed aside, but you don't want to, it should be kept, <laughs> but the, in, the interim, uh, the unused sketches aren't necessarily wasted product is, is I guess the, the idea there. So yeah, great. That's a, that's a, a great detailed deep dive in, into those sketches really. So thanks again, Jamie. No, this is great. I, I, I enjoyed talking through those. Thanks. Thank you for listening. We both hope that you enjoyed this episode of Coffee Sketch Podcast. Our theme music is provided by my brother who goes by at Cold Fashioned on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is hosted at coffeesketch.buzzsprout.com. Find more show notes and information from this episode and finally if you like what you heard please rate us on itunes and share us with your friends thank you